your favorite fat boys. Stefan, aka Mayhem, aka Mr. Fitty, aka your midlife crisis accomplishments. Is that swinging me? <laughs> <laughs> what sounds like? Might be, who knows? Well, damn. Welcome everybody to our podcast. This is our 50th episode. Yay! Hooray! Who would thought we made 50 episodes? We got Spoken like this not champagne. I didn't think that we were going to make it to 50 episodes, so come be surprised. Why is that, sir? Why is speak your mind? Get it off your chest, sir. I didn't even think we were going to make it to 10, so. Wow. <laughs> Tell me you ain't had faith in your boy, then. That's all you got to say. I don't have faith in anybody, so come be surprised. Well, there you go your cup. I'm going to drink a bottle like a thug. <laughs> oh, you do you. <laughs> you bought it. So, you really think we could do well, 10 episodes? We, or you think I would stick to it, I should say? That's what it was. Okay. Well, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Again. on you. Color me surprised. <laughs> so, I didn't think you had to drive to continue doing it. And you did. So, here we are. Episode 50. Episode 50, yes. And the piggyback off of that is something you told me. This is it's, uh, stuck with me. And I, I've sprinkled it here and there throughout the podcast. Is that you only going to be as committed as or put as much energy into it as, as I am. So even though I don't handle the technical parts of the podcast, like the, the editing and posting it, things like that, the ideas of, you know, the different topics and what we talk about and how we we expand it to I the internet and Fat Adventures. Fat Adventures. Oh, it came from all, all, an organic place just being creative. Right. That's all I want to do with the podcast just be creative. Look at different podcasts. I see people most celebrities, anything they have, you know, guests on. Like you have, you have Noriega with Drink Chat. She's able to tap into the hip hop community, things like that. Right. Looking at Gilly, Gilly, uh, Gilly the, the kid, the king, whatever. Yeah, Gilly the kid, king. He has a podcast with his cousin, and they able to tap into talking to guests like basketball players, movie stars, different different people that you know they're recognized within the black community. Us, uh, one of the podcasts I look at called uh, All the All Smoke is with two be- on basketball players. Mm-hmm. So they tap into like the basketball community, talk like different people who retired, who are currently playing things like that. And they also talk like the movie stars and things like that. So we don't have access to that. <laughs> well, obviously. Right. So I tried to just think of different things that one, somebody want to listen to. And two, the, you know, one of the main reasons I started the podcast was I wanted to, I wanted to like showcase like, our friendship and our, our lives in a sense, just just based on, you know, different experiences. Right. So I think I think that's been successful so far. You know, we don't have a a, a huge person following following. But that'll come in due time. But I enjoy doing it with you. I appreciate you doing it with me. And thank you for all your help and all that you've done. And to another you gotta open this up at the top just now for me. <laughs> <laughs> My hands are cold right now. I ain't got it. Damn. 
as you can see, we have the sparkling cider, and I cooked. He cooked my favorite black spaghetti. <laughs> if you know what black spaghetti is, it's when you mix the noodles and the meat sauce together, and it just looks just looks better for some reason. And you find it at uh, birthday parties, uh, baby showers, when your cousin and your uncle get home from prison. Um, <laughs> what else? That's pretty much it, right? Yeah, that's pretty yeah, much it. Maybe a wedding. Would you find? Do you think you may find this in a wedding? Depends on who catered it. Huh. If you went with a traditional caterer, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but back to what I was saying for it. So yeah, I, I I definitely appreciate you, you know, helping me out with this and, and just sticking with me. You didn't have to push me in this or keep at me and you know said like you know what you gonna do, what you gonna do. If I was like you no, know, like get the camera, I got the camera. Well, you got the first camera. I got the second camera. You got the table and the chairs, the mics. And I was like, what else do we need? And I paid for it. So I think it's been a, a fair trade-off or fair trade in what we've done. So let's keep that for another 50. Yeah. See, you'll get 100% of my skill set as long as you're willing to keep it up. How much you want? It's important. I don't care. So what have been, uh, well, let me ask you this. What has most impressed you about me during this podcast, or did you learn anything new about me during the podcast? Well, I've known you for a very long time. (laughs) (laughs) 20 years at this point. So, I didn't learn too anything new about you, but what I did learn that I did not know before was your commitment. Because again, I've done these types of things with a lot of people, and they never continue the commitment. To, to keep it going mm-hmm. and I learned that you had a drive and a commitment to keep this going that again I did not expect because I based it off of past experiences with me or job people no just in general okay. with doing these kinds of things and doing these you know creative things that people tend to lose the drive the focus and the commitment and you've kept it up oh do we hug not necessarily okay. <laughs> well thank you I mean, it's a lot from coming from you. You don't give out too many compliments. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no one deserves them. <laughs> I think what's impressed me, learn that learning thing I've never knew about you, I would say no, because I've, I've known you for quite a long time. But what impressed me is that what I don't know that you can do. Right, <laughs> like, right. I, when you were talking about, in the very beginning, when we, before we started, I was, I was like, well, what, what do we need to do the podcast thing? And I'm going off of like what I've seen people use, like equipment and all that. Like we need this stuff. Like do we need a soundboard with the little tin turners, turners, turning knobs and all that? Do we need headphones? Do we need this? Do we need that? He's like, no, we just need this and da 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 and analog and I can do it from here and upload it this day and third. They're like, oh okay. Your your knowledge of just how to uh, how to edit, to, you know, and giving me confidence and also giving me a sense of. Take your time. We can do it over if we need to. Don't rush it. And also, we want, if I want to try something and I didn't know how it may turn out, you had enough, you had enough knowledge to say, well, this is how it was done. And then go kind of step by step. And then let me kind of like, you know, play with the idea a little more. And then we, ex- we executed it, which led to I Hate the Internet and Fat Adventures. Right. So with you knowing, you know, a lot more and, and I guess digital space just let me like, like, kind of let my creative go, go way off the top and explore different ideas now. So that I thank you for that as well. 
So I don't know that we had all the hot hearts. Who that is sparkling? <laughs> <laughs> she got some sparkling McDonald's. We've been hiding. So recent little little health update here. I went to see my new heart doctor, Southern University of Maryland, and what was interesting is that he's my age. Nice, right? Nice guy and everything. He chit chat for a little bit. Got kind of he's getting to know me. He's he's he's, he's from Iran. He does internship um, down in Texas, and he's been in Baltimore. I think he's been on like three or four months now. Okay, yeah. So fresh, huh? Yeah. This is boy. This is no good news. No bad news. But it's just right now with me being on the transplant list, I'm still working with the the financial aid department. And the doctor told me, you know, keep working at that, keep, you know, at them to make to see what they can do for you before we get to the point where it's two ways I'm gonna give this transplant. Well, I'll say three. One, I get I get it through the insurance. Two would be if they make an exception where the insurance and the heart transplant committee come together and say, okay, we got pushing forward, you know, to the whether it be top list or or top five, top ten list, I don't know, but they they these people will meet and then decide to put me on the summit. And then three, which would be is like the worst case scenario, which is me getting sick again, somehow or another, and going to and going into the hospital, and they know that I will not come out. I don't say it will come out, but I'm not going to survive going back into the real world in a sense of going back home unless I get the heart and the kidney transplant. So his advice to me was stick with, you know, going after financial aid people, not going at them, but stay on top of them. And two, don't get sick. Be as healthy as possible. Be as careful as possible. You know, with COVID still going on. I got my my first deep shots. So I'm working on getting my booster now. So... I got my flu shot, but pretty much, you know, just stay out of the hospital until, until you get on the list. You know, you want to get a list, you know, don't get sick and things like that. But he said he's seen where people have gone to the hospital without the right insurance or without being on the list. And they worked some kind of loophole and they gotten in the right transplant so they can live. So that's where we're at. So I appreciate all the thoughts and prayers that, you know, coming my way. And just keep us, you know, keep your thoughts and prayers, you know, send them my way. Cause I have a feeling, and I don't want it to happen, but I have a feeling that that might be the way I go is that I might get sick and then they might say, okay, now we have to get in the heart, we gotta get in the kidney now. Hmm. That's just, that's just how, I, I don't know why I feel that way, but I just feel like that's how my story may be, may have to go. Oh, okay. Cause I feel like it's never cutting, it's never cutting dry simple with me. No, that's life. It's true. Unless you're me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where we're at. We'll get on this list here. But in a more uplifting topic, recent geek news. Everybody loves that. So what you what you most excited for seeing the, the Disney Plus rollout? Most exciting, I think, was probably Moon Knight because he's such an underrepresented character. So if that was exciting to see that they have that first footage of Moon Knight going... And Miss Marvel, because they you know they had a little vignette with with Miss Marvel and the person who's going to star as her. Right, right, right. So, yeah. kind of looking forward to that. Anything that Disney Marvel is doing, I'm looking forward to. 
So was the Disney Plus day? Was it Disney Plus day? Yeah, called? Disney Plus day. Disney Plus day was that better than DC fandom? Man, <laughs> I think that answers that question. That's <laughs> it. In the fact that you know, outside of Batman, DC doesn't have anything new coming until twenty twenty three. Really? Yeah, they got nothing coming out next year, and Batman is the only thing they have coming out this year. So, yeah, n- nothing that they had really excited me. I'm hoping that when things go further into production and they have some trailers and whatnot, I'll, I'll get more excited. But yeah, they really have not excited me for quite some time. Yeah, I'm not even excited about the uh, the Black Adam movie. I think Rockamere Breaks will make a great superhero villain wherever you put them in, in any, either one of those worlds. Right. But the little clip they showed, I just was like, it's, it's a teaser. But I just wasn't really like, oh, okay, like this is gonna, I'm gonna see this movie. Right, yeah. It's like, okay, you in this little hooded costume, you you ripped like a motherfucker because he'd been working out for like the past six months and I'd seen that because I, I follow Instagram. But I'm like, you know, I'd I rather, I want DC to put out some good quality movies. Yeah, yeah. When they start doing that, then I'll start <laughs> excited again. I think for Disney Plus goes, I think I'm, I'm, I like what I want to see the most, I think it's She-Hulk. Because I want to see how they explain how they go from Professor Hulk to Bruce Banner. Right back to Bruce Banner. Right. And, that, and so I want to see how that kind of, how that plays out. And I want to see how they do Moon Knight. I like um, his name. Is it Oscar? Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. I want to see what they do. Is that like, I like him as an actor. Yeah. And uh, Hawkeye, that's coming out soon. Yeah, yeah. A couple of weeks. Spider-Man. Obviously. But, yeah, that's coming out next month. So I the, the new shows. I, I mean, when they come, they come. I'd be happy to see them. So, I think what if season two? Because I think they're gonna focus more on the what, phase four characters, they're, right? They're yeah. Gonna bring, like Shane Chi and yeah, some of the characters from from you know from that phase four films and all that. So yeah, they're gonna do the Marvel Zombie show. How are they gonna do that? I mean, they got the Marvel Zombies comic book, and then they even did it in what else? You know, Marvel Zombie. So that's true. They do have that. What's been going on, in, you know, and within you know geek news? I mean, you know, the Eternals dropped, and oh, we saw that. We went and saw that. What was your take on the Eternals? Honestly, I thought it was a decent movie. Like, it, you know, it's not the end all be all for the Marvel movies, but it was decent enough. It had the most confusing thing. They had a sex scene in a Marvel movie, and I was shocked. <laughs> I was so confused. It's like, wait a minute, is a sex scene in a Marvel movie? <laughs> that, you say anything like it. <laughs> that confused the fuck out of me. But, you know, as far as story-wise, I mean, it, it seems like it may have some far-reaching ramifications, hopefully, yeah. And we'll see how it ties into the rest of it. But again, yeah, I thought it was decent enough. I thought it was a good movie. I liked it better than, like, I guess, or, or, I'm going to say Origin. It was, a, it was an Origin movie. So it was better than Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah, I will say that. It was better than Thor 2. Yeah, then everything's better than Thor 2. <laughs> <laughs> and in my opinion, Iron Man 2. Yeah, I'll go there as well. Because I really was trying to figure out how these characters are going to fit this world here now. Right. And I don't want to put too much thought into it. I'm not a person, I'm not a person that, that that does that go online. Like, well, how does this fit? You know, trying yeah, to find, yeah. like, yeah, that's not Reddit, you. some loopholes. Not loopholes. Reddit, some chronicles, things like that. 
But yeah, I'm interested to see just how this plays out, how it ties into everything. I'm going to give the end credit away. But when they introduce a, another character here, it's, it's kind of like, where is it going? Oh, Secret, secret Evasion. Yeah, oh yeah. I want to see that. Up. Yeah. Because thinking about some of the past post-credit scenes, excuse me, it's like, where does this fit? Especially with, if you're thinking about the Eternals, where they ended off and thinking about Spider-Man. Was it Spider-Man Far From Home? Uh, Nick Fury was in space. Yeah. They haven't touched on that since then. Right. So he's been he's been up here in space. Did he see the celestial come to Earth? I mean, I guess we'll find out. I mean, they they've done a good job of making sure that everything feels like they're connected in the same universe. Kevin Feige, I trust. <laughs> right. But that's that's the question I had was like kind of like, will they touch on that in the, in the secret invasion, or will they open or they explore that in another post credit scene for another movie? Like, how does that connect? So, all I know is the next movie coming out is Spider Man. If we don't see a big ass stone celestial <laughs> statue, if if it, they don't have a news broadcast about that, Spider Man, I'm calling foul. <laughs> right, because Spider Man fall home. They were the ones introduced the, the blip and how that kind of, how that kind of carried on into the uh, into the Marvel TV series and the movies as well. Right. So, oh, you also got a PS Five. I did. I stepped into the next generation of gaming. How you like that so far? It is enjoyable. I mean, I you know, I had you, you know, run with the controller in, in one of the games and you just see the haptic feedback and my god. That is that's that definitely feels next gen. Yeah, it, it's a beautiful machine and the games look great. I can't wait to get mine. One day go on sale. <laughs> <laughs> when they start becoming available again. Yeah. And I know it's it's extremely hard for you know people to find it. But I found it. I got it pretty easily. Just by... <laughs> well, you know, you paid you paid the retail price. Other people. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going. I, I, I refuse to pay more than the five hundred dollars that it costs. Yeah, you got people out here paying like seven fifty, eight hundred. Yeah, to get it. Yeah, no. I said I just went through Sony, signed up with them, and they sent me an e- invite saying, "Do you want to buy one?" I'm like, "Yeah, I do." And I just had to wait in the queue for thirty minutes. Yeah, Bing bam boom, it was over. <laughs> That's good. All right, so we're gonna do a little game here, being an I fifty episode. We're gonna do uh, one gotta go, and this is a bit the idea from uh, Noriega's podcast, Nori's podcast, Drink Chance, where he asked the, the uh, guest, <coughs> you know, a uh, slime time. You know, pretty much he he, could, he could puts up two different things based on uh, the guest he has at the time. So I'm gonna ask on a couple of questions here. You ask me, and we'll see how well this goes. Okay. All right. So I'll start. So, Mario or Sonic? Sonic. Hmm. Sonic all day. I got one for you. Okay. Link or Jackson Daxter? Jackson Daxter. <laughs> I, 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 I enjoyed those games more than Link. Link was hard. All right. <clears throat> Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat? Street Fighter all day. <laughs> Killer Instinct or Primal Rage? <laughs> Primal Rage. Primal Rage. See, see, that, that tell you a lot about yourself. <laughs> 007 GoldenEye or Mario Kart? Mario Kart. I had more enjoyment with Mario Kart than I had with 007 GoldenEye. So, yeah, I would have to ask you the same question. 007 Golden Isle, Mario Kart. 007. And I will say this. 
I was not good at either one of them. Just because I didn't like the split screen, the full box, I did not like things. I couldn't really see. And then by the time I was able to see something and go to that, I was getting killed. And then Mario Kart, I would always look at something else's screen because they would get like a like a prize, a solar power, or something like that. See, but know. we used to be down in your neighborhood, right outside on the porch, <laughs> playing Golden. <laughs> Man, y'all know nothing about this. Y'all know nothing about There's this. TV outside on the porch. <laughs> TV on the porch, playing Nintendo games or Sega games, PlayStation games to the week from what till what twelve in the afternoon, maybe till maybe twelve at night. Right. Yeah. Y'all know nothing about it. Oh no. Well, y'all, now y'all do. We know the web-based games, so y'all in front of the Xbox and just cutting somebody home. We was doing this shit in person. Say couch co-op, anything no more. Just gotta yeah. accept that. Sega or Nintendo? I was Sega all day because Mortal Kombat had the cheat code where you get the blood and the guts. <laughs> Bet you didn't know that, did you, millennials? A B A C A B B. PlayStation 2 or Nintendo 64? PlayStation 2. I never had, I had Super Nintendo and Nintendo, but after that, it was, it was PlayStation and PlayStation 2 all day, so that's why I'm at with it. Marvel or DC Comics? Marvel. Said I've, I've purchased more Marvel Comics in the past year than I have DC Comics. So I guess because of the fact that DC keeps rebuilding, rebooting, and I can't keep up with it, so I just <laughs> IDW, you know, the people who make Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. Transformers, or Image. IDW. I've read more of those comics than Image. But the only thing I've read from Image, like, it was a long time ago with Spawn. <laughs> that is the de facto Image comic. Just League or Avengers. Not the movies that come out. I, I, I know what you're talking about. Fuck out of here. That, that's a no-brainer. I'm going to have to go with Justice League. Only because Justice League Unlimited is the de facto superhero team-ups TV show. Hmm. And I don't think there's anything out there that compares as far as TV shows go. So and that has so much sway on my heart. So Justice League. All right. Since we're going teams, X-Men or Teen Titans? X-Men all day. <laughs> I already knew that was the case. Yeah, X-Men all day. I mean, they were reviving the cartoon for the 90s. X-Men 97. Yeah. So, but yeah, X-Men, I just, from the cartoon to the comic books, I was definitely a fan. I don't think I learned about Teen Titans until the Teen Titans show came on. I, looked, I realized that was a combo from way back when. G.I. Joe or Transformers? Transformers. <laughs> I, Transformers was the first movie that made me cry. When Optimus Prime died, I was bawling hell and wise. <laughs> Thundercats or Silverhawks? Wow. <laughs> wow. Thundercats. Now, see, uh, Silverhawks had a very annoying but catchy opening theme song. It did. But yeah, Thundercats all day. I mean, they were just actually the, the exact same show. <laughs> just went to the space. <laughs> Ghostbusters or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Ooh, now that's a tough one. 
I gotta go to Teenage, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because hmm. I, I grew up with the cartoon well before I started. I've watched the Ghostbuster movies, so yeah, I was got I gotta go with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay, same question. I really like Ghostbusters. I'm a Ghostbuster fan. Like those first two of my one of my of my favorite movies. I'm gonna go with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because I think that's the that's probably the first movie I saw multiple times. Yeah, it was the first movie. It was the first movie I saw multiple times. And when I was a little, I was actually a little story, or back, back story of that. When I was young, when the movie came out, me and my dad had to go to the doctor because I had these little bumps or something that popped up on my skin. And they had to take dry ice to remove the bumps. And I used to hate it because it, the dry ice stinks. It, burn, it pretty much burns. So we might have done this, I would say, at least three or four times. To get these, when the bucks came, they would just, you know, I'd go to the doctor and they would do dry ice thing or whatever. And every time we went, we saw the Turtles movie right after the fact. And that's like, that's like one of my, one of my earliest memories of me doing stuff with my dad. Mm. Was going to the movie and the office up at the time. The only thing out was the Turtles. <laughs> so, Turtles it is. All right. So we get into movies now. Boys in the Hood or Menace to Society? Boys in the Hood, yeah, they yeah, boy, Boys in the Hood. That was that was kind of the the de facto black experience for me when I was growing up. Same question. I'm gonna go Menace to Society. I think it was it both. I like. I read. Well, I, I say I love I, both of them. I love, but I think with Menace to Society, I didn't see it as much. Hmm. As many times as I saw Boys in the Hood, so when I saw Men's Society, it was like I was really glued into it. When I, ca- when I caught it, it was at different at different points. It was never from the beginning. Right. <clears throat> so, but it's like Kane was just an ass. <laughs> Kane was just, he, he was definitely way different than what, what was Cuban Gun? Who was uh, Cuba's uh, character in Boys in the Hood? I can't even remember. Trey? It's, yeah, I think it was Trey. Yeah, Trey. He was very, very different than Trey. Trey was clean cut. You know, he was, you know, on on the right on the right path. He went into the gang shit. Hey, but you had you should you had uh Man, who's his name in the movie Men's Society? We probably should have gone over this first. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever his name is. He was someone who was kind of swayed by the 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 like the street life. His best friend was O'Dog, who was into this shit. Similar to kind of what Trey, his best friend was, uh, was Doughboy. So, but I don't know. It, it seemed like it was just, both of them have a, a, a touch of realism to them. Just, just coming from a real place. But I don't know. Something about Men's Society just gets me like really locked into it. Hmm. Set it off with their presidents. Ooh. Set it off. Okay. Because. They go hard in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> they go hard in that movie. And then everything just kind of, again, they shitty situation put them in there. And just the fact that it was just all a whole, all women team that pulled off, you know, all those bank heists. Yeah, I got to go and set it off. Same question. I recently seen Dead Presidents too, as well. I'm, I'm going to go set it off. They, they 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 went hard. <clears throat> they went hard in that movie, and you felt. I think you felt for everybody in different ways, especially right. when they died. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. 
when like when Queen Latifah um, character got uh, got killed, you felt that when the the woman, the younger woman, in the uh, in the beginning of the last make, how she got shot and she was she ended up dying, you felt that. And then when Vivica Fox character was right there at the bus station, and she looked at Frankie was like, kind of like you know, go on girl, I I I'll see you next life. You know, it wasn't meant for her. It wasn't meant for her to be. So, but yeah, I would say it, it set it off. I would take that over, uh, that over their presidents. See, don't get me wrong, their presidents a great movie. Yeah, their presidents good. Like, like I said, I recently saw it, but and I think too, their president also touched on a lot of uh, social issues that were happening around in the time of war. Yeah, because you know people were getting work and things like that. And then, dang, what's the man's name? The main character. Yeah, I can't remember that thing. Shoot. But when he is a line he said in the movie, though, he's like, you know, he said in front of the judge, you know, I come back from Vietnam, give my, my all, you know, to fight this war, and I get treated like shit when I come back. I know that resonated with a lot of people who probably was in a war, and then they came back home, and they had nothing for them. Yeah, I mean, because that was a thing that actually happened. Exactly, so. But he said, he, you know, he, he's a great actor, so he's like, the way he said it, looked at it, looked at him like, what? I said, I did this time? And you don't me like this. I got three part for you now. Okay. The best man. I knew that was coming. <laughs> the wood or soul food? The wood. I found that funnier than the best man and soul food. Soul food is extremely harmful. And that goddamn Boys to Men song gets stuck in my head every time somebody says soul food. Love and use like food to my soul. Well, whatever. <laughs> But I found the word extremely goddamn funny. It's a lot more lighthearted. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> it's a lot more lighthearted than the other two movies. I mean, if we're going to throw that out, you got to get the same question on that one. The Wood is my favorite one of my favorite movies. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so I, I, did that I mean, yeah, the Wood going to stick out to so stick out the me because it's, it is a very light, uh, very lighthearted movie. The Best Man, you know, it is what it is. It's definitely a funny movie, but it's. It, it's cool. It's so food. I'm not gonna say it's not a good movie, but it's like at the bottom of my list as far as like black movies go. Okay. It's like so you do like a top twenty of black films. <laughs> it's gonna be down there somewhere. But it's cool and everything, but what, what, what killed Big Mama though? That food. <laughs> that greasy ass chicken. Then diabetes. So life or hard nights. Oh, we already know my answer to that one. That's Harlem Nights all goddamn day. <laughs> Harlem Nights all goddamn day. We talked about this. <laughs> we did our now black movie. Now we get versus it. <laughs> Said, Harlem Nights all day. I, I like Harlem Nights. It's one of the funniest movies out there. But I really do think, I feel, I don't think, I feel. Right, yeah, that's a feeling. <laughs> I really do feel life. Is a better movie. I. You had Martin, Eddie. I kindly you know, disagree. <laughs> going back and forth. That whole movie. I kindly disagree, sir. And even though you had in Hall Nights, you had Red Fox, Richard Pryor, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, Eddie, a young Eddie Murphy, <laughs> Della Reese, um, every who's who of the black comedian scene, Robin Harris. <laughs> You, you know, a lot of, they had a lot of different chemistry in different, different scenes. 
said, I can quote so much from Harlem Nights, I can barely remember shit from yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> Other than, I'm that baby's Paul. <laughs> That's about all I remember. <laughs> oh, you had Bernie Mac? <laughs> That's about all I can remember from life. But I, th- I don't know. I just think, I, th- I, I just feel like that was a funnier movie. I would kindly disagree. Let's go to the next question. <laughs> Number three part. They spell Chris Rock Eddie Murphy. Ooh. I go Dave Chappelle. Only because some of his earliest stuff, hands down, some of the funniest shit you'll ever, <laughs> you'll ever see. I, I definitely go Dave Chappelle. So don't get me wrong. Eddie Murphy is goddamn living legend. Mm-hmm. But as far as who has me, who had me laughing the most, especially in his earlier works, Dave Chappelle. Same question for you, then, sir. I would, I would agree with you with Dave Chappelle. His, his, his killing me softly, um, stand up, high fucking hilarious. Went to like I saw that thing. I might have been in eighth grade or ninth grade, maybe. Went back to school, quoting them fucking jokes, getting in trouble. <laughs> now Chris Rock, he got some legendary stand. Oh yeah, big and black. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a bigger black and yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, that was one of the bigger. He, oh, never scared. Yeah, man, I bought bigger and black on fucking CD. <laughs> God damn, how old are you? <laughs> so your age is dead, right? I bought that on CD so I can listen to that shit. But yeah, that's yeah, right. bigger and black was definitely like his coming out party. Like he 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 got like he's always been funny, and then I think all of, you know. Even we take, I don't think Eddie Murphy had a TV show though, did he? Mm-hmm. He was on SNL, but he not he never like a solo TV show. Yeah, kind of just went straight into movies. Right. SNL. But yeah, Eddie. I mean, Eddie's living legend, like with the movies and everything. Yeah, and again, it is you ask any comedian like Eddie Murphy raw. Yeah, sets the stage for most. And of that's them. still funny. Oh like, yeah! Oh yeah! I mean. Some of the jokes are a little archaic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, from a from a a twentieth a twenty first century standpoint. And he'll even, he'll even tell you that himself. Like the jokes, some of the jokes aren't yeah. aren't haven't aged well. Yeah. Time. Uh, let's. Oh, I got number three part for you. This might be the last one I got. For us, a three part. But you you come, you think of one? You know, pitch it. Bernie Mac show, the wife and kids, blackish. <laughs> Man, that's difficult. That is that is motherfucking difficult. <laughs> Jeez. Can't burn him next Who that was difficult. <laughs> Bernie Mac show. Man, that is it. And that is tough. Just and just barely. <laughs> it's not even a definitive yeah, just just slightly. Party bag show. Whew. <laughs> yeah, Russell, what that one? Huh? I'm telling you, yeah. As far as the you know, funny black comedy sitcoms go, those those three are kind of the de facto. <laughs> with the the inclusion of the, the Chris Rock show. What was that called? Oh, everybody hates Chris. Everybody hates Chris. But I, I include that one. 
because it was like, well, Bernie's show was definitely based on him raising his sister's kids. Yeah. But I thought that, I thought, man, Chris Rock's show was always funny. Everybody's Chris was always funny. There was no light, there's no lust to be learned here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was on occasion, but yeah, it was definitely more, more funny than anything. Yeah, but I just, I don't think about that show, like, to me, it was always fucking funny. And you know, it, this, I think the, the undertone of it was like the racism. He made the racism funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, did that get the same question? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because that, that is fucking different. <laughs> and you know how much I love fucking black shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Brain Mac, too. I think Brain Mac, what, you take that with my wife and kids. That show has aged well. My wife and kids, it showed the last time there was a dumb character on TV with Junior. Yeah, I right. think that might you know quote me wrong, but I think that was the last time you saw another you know a, a blatantly written dumb character on TV. Blackish is great, <clears throat> but I only seen episodes here and there. Oh man. I never seen the other season all the way through. Oh yeah, I watched the seasons all the way through. So But Blackish is great. Like when I catch it, I'm like, this is a really well written show. Yeah, definitely well written and it always has a lesson. Yeah. But Bernie Mac I just I really I just I think before I saw his stand up on Def Jam, Def Comedy Jam and probably before I saw The Kings of Comedy, I got introduced to, to the Bernie Mac show. Mm. So that to me was just, just you know, the funniest thing of the time on TV. <clears throat> yeah, and I think for me, Bernie Mac only wins because of the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. So you know, because because of the place that it sits in my past. That's why. <laughs> that's why it edges out like you know, black and shit. All right, we're gonna get into music now. Biggie or Pop? As much as I love them both, Biggie was the better lyricist. Boom. Talib a common. Oh, hmm. Tyler, I have more was out by Joy. Kendrick Lamar or The Game? I got to go with The Game. Really? I mean, I like The Game more than I like Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's not really much of a competition. You know, I don't really listen to much Kendrick Lamar. I'll ask that you, you know. J. Cole or Big Sean? Oh, shit. Because <laughs> I know you like them both. I do. J. Cole. If if you ask me to get into a, a rapping conversation, I'm gonna say that the top five from like the last decade, in no particular order, would be that that's a bit, that gets too complicated. J. Cole, Kendrick, Drake, Big Sean, Wale. Okay, we know how I feel about Drake. So we never grace my fucking list. If we just talk about album sales, sure. Right. <laughs> But I think the top ten, the well, top five of the of the past decade, they they gotta be somewhere in the top ten. Yeah. So that's just my opinion. That's we said we said that for another conversation though. But yeah, uh, J Cole, his bodies of work versus Big Sean's. While I go back and listen to him, there are more songs of J Cole I like, and then there's only a few songs of J, uh, Big Sean's work I like of his older work. Mm. So that's how that's how I base that off and stuff. One for you, J. Cole or Wale? J. Cole. Hmm. As far as lyricism goes, I prefer him over Wale. Don't get me wrong, I do like Wale, but I do prefer J. Cole's lyricism over Wale's. 
Gotcha. Well, I mean, you already talked enough about J. Cole, so I can be clear. I don't anything else. But as far as music goes, Jada Kiss or Beanie Siegel? Clock's ticking, sir. Jada Kiss. I, man, don't, I, man, I love beans, but it's a certain, it's like, you put J-Kiss on, I'm spitting, and I got, like, I wrote that, I wrote that shit in the booth my damn self. You know, but certain, certain things Benny say, like, you really be feeling it? But, like, I think, like, just in, for the entertainment of repeating bars back, it's J-Kiss for me. Eminem or Black Thought? God, fuck you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, sir. <laughs> God damn. That is so fucking difficult. When I was, when I, was I was thinking about this, I was like, I can't say Jay Z. They don't like Jay Z. <laughs> they don't like Jay Z. But I'm like, you know what? I got somebody for that ass. So I thought yeah. I got Fuck you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> this is so, this is super fucking difficult. Because I listen to both of them a lot. What <laughs> you do? Black Thought. What? <laughs> I, I mean, as far as he is like the original. Original OG lyrical rapper. I I can't get I can't get rid of him. <laughs> Since I love Eminem to death, and that man is the goddamn master of his craft. But mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta give it to the OG original <laughs> technical lyrical rapper. Respect, respect. Method Man or Red Man? Oh, fuck! Well, got the spot. It's Method Man. It's just, it, I don't know, it's just more, I'm going to say more enjoyable songs. Even with them together, like, I, I kind of gravitate towards Meth a little bit more. But Reggie ain't no slouch. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no. You know, but, yeah, that that's somebody just, uh, Method Man is going to be my, is, is somewhere in my top ten. All time, so. You, Royce the Five Nine or Method Man? Method Man. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> no question. And I like Royce, don't get me wrong, but shit, Method Man wrapped the circles around Royce the Five Nine. God damn it. M E T H O D, man. <laughs> oh, okay. Nas or KRS One? KRS One. His ability to tell the story, I think, if you really listen to him, if I have listened to him since he first came out, you, you know, that's going to be for an older crowd. But like him, his ability just to tell a story is so, so in depth that you feel like you kind of watch a movie with no words, or you watch the movie with no sound. I just like, and you know, Nas. I mean, he got some classics, but I didn't really, I really didn't gravitate towards Nas like that growing up. I, I appreciate some of the artistry in his work now that I'm a little older. But your Carol Rush one, that would be I would take him over Nas, and that's that's, that's my that's my last question. So. All right, that works for me. Cause we had what forty minutes. <laughs> Way past. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I guess we do one. We can do a bang. Jay Z, and what would you put it? Who would you put it against me? Anybody? Cause I, I was never a fan of Jay Z. <laughs> This is guy who who's at the gas station in my house. He raps a lot. Let's put him up against Jay Z. So we know my thoughts on that. <laughs> <sighs> well, we'll do a, we'll do another one of these at a later date and give JC some fair competition. <laughs> Not 
the not the round the corner nigga. <laughs> Hey, I mean, he got an album now. It's called Fuck Donald Trump. It might be good. I didn't listen. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it, it competes with anything Jay Z's done. Dude, not, but I heard like there's got to be some songs. Is there one album you like that is? I like the Black Album. Okay. And a lot, and I do like a few songs, uh, quite a few songs from Reasonable Doubt. Okay. You want a fan of Blueprint? I was not a fan of Blueprint. Really? I think the only song from Blueprint that I that I really liked was was it Dust Your Shoulders Off? Was that on Blueprint? No, that was on uh, Black. No, album. that was a Black album. Yeah, it was a Black album. Yeah, that's a good album. I'm not knocking that. Because you will not expect Jason come up with the the round of corner guesses and niggas who be out there busting rhymes and wiping windows. <sighs> so that's the show. Thank y'all for joining us for episode fifty. Five zero, and as always, you can check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thank you for the encouraging words. Thank you for sticking by us. Like, comment, subscribe, and share. Peace. Peace out.